Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. What's up, everyone? This is David with the Friendly Bear Podcast, and today I got a book review, Friendly Bear Book Club book review on the Go-Go Years by John Brooks. Okay, so I interviewed Walter Diemer on the last podcast, I believe, and Walter Diemer was a market analyst for 50 years. Um, legend in the markets. He was in the show Wall Street Week back in the 80s. Um, he's also been involved with various decades in the markets and got to see everything um, throughout all those years, all the craziness. Okay, so on the first, I did two podcasts with him. So the first podcast, he mentioned the go-go years and I was really interested. Okay, like looking a little deeper into the go-go years because the go-go years were in the 60s. So he was explaining to me very briefly in the first podcast. And then afterwards, I approached him and said, hey, maybe we do a second podcast focusing specifically on the go-go years and his experiences through it. Because the go-go years in the 60s was a very interesting time. You know, we had, um, we had uh, okay, so like the Cuban Missile Crisis happening, the whole Soviet Union doing all that, all that craziness. Then we also had the beginning of the Vietnam War. In the beginning of the 60s, you had the whole racial integration stuff happening. You had Martin Luther King get assassinated. You had John F. Kennedy get assassinated. Robert Kennedy assassinated. You know, a lot of craziness, a lot of turmoil. And, you know, especially the recent podcast we did just a few days ago with Walter Diemer. I really wanted to see, get his, uh, his take on what was going on back then compared to now. Because now we have the whole Russia thing happening with the Ukraine and all this craziness. So it's always good to revisit history, you know. So that was where I was coming from with the, the second podcast that I approached Walter Diemer with. But yeah, before the podcast I did with him, I, I, re, I read the Gogo Years, the book on audio. Uh, Michael Lewis, the famous uh, finance author, um, he gave the foreword to the book, but the book is great. There's really not much information out there on the Google years. It's really hard. Like, you know, when, when time progresses, things tend to get lost. And, uh, you know, and a lot of the key takeaways from the Google years kind of got lost over time. So, like, and there's not that many Walter Deemers left uh, to tell the story from that era that are active and, uh, you know, and can recollect everything. Walter has a great memory, man. He can take you back to the, you know, to the era and like, it's, it was, it's really cool talking to him, you know? So really great guy, man. I'm, I'm so glad I got those two podcasts with him and hopefully soon we'll do some more, but yeah, going over the go-go years. So the, the term, the go-go came from the casino. So that's another thing in that era of the casino stocks were going, they were, they were the, the talk, you know? And, um, the reason is, is because what's his name? Uh, the aviator guy, I, for, I forgot his name already. I forgot his name. The crazy guy that Leonardo DiCaprio played in that movie, The Aviator. And um, I forgot his name. 
But anyway, he bought a, a casino and a resort and like kicked the mafia out of it. So because the mafia was skimming from the profits and they didn't seem that profitable. The mafia wasn't running it profitable as a business. They're running it profitable for themselves. They'll just take money from it. Basically steal money from the business and use it for money laundry or who knows what. So, um, damn, what is that guy's name? Hold on, I got to find. Uh, I got to find this guy's name. Um, Howard Hughes. There we go. It was Howard Hughes. He bought the casino and bought the resorts and kicked the mafia out and was able to run it clean. And that made it profitable and that attracted a lot of attention and more people looked into buying these kind of businesses and making them profitable. So they all went, they, they were really like, uh, they did really well. They're really bullish. And, um, that's where the term go-go came from because with the casinos, you had the go-go dancers, you had the dancing, and everything was just a go, go, go. And, um, yeah. And then, so everyone rushed into the growth stocks, which is a major, the biggest companies. And they'll put a, a big chunk of the position and just let it ride with all the excitement. And um, very, very aggressive tactics for the retail trader. And they were getting rewarded for it because the market was so bullish. Um, just kind of like now, like uh, recently, the Robinhood, Webull, and all these smaller stocks, they all started to run uh, recently in the pandemic. And like, you know, for a while, it's almost these people think they can't lose money until, until they do lose money. Everything comes to an end. So anyway... Another thing I, I found interesting, oh yeah, the mutual funds. The mutual funds were the craze back then. Uh, retail Mutual funds became uh, available for retail traders, uh, retail investors. And so that became the talk of the, everybody was trying to get into mutual funds. Everything was like mutual fund, mutual fund, everything. So, okay, so that was that. And one, one thing that's interesting too is back then, Wednesdays, the market would be closed. Uh, for to process transactions, and I think don't quote me, but I think that's where the T plus two and the T plus three um, system came into place, which is kind of crazy. We still have those rules, but they don't. We do everything like through computers and and uh, automation and stuff. We we don't really need T plus two, T plus three. Those are outdated rules. We need to update those rules. Um, I know for me as a short seller, it causes a squeezes because brokers can take back their shares. They can do buy-ins because of the T plus two, T plus three, which is reflected from like the 1960s when the market will close on Wednesdays. Yeah, that's right. So Wednesdays would be like a weekend day. So that it would only be like a four-day week. And Walter Diemer goes over that in the podcast I did with him as well. It's so interesting. It's mind-blowing. They had Wednesdays off. Okay. And finally, it talks about like how Ross Perot lost 450 million on, on a trade. But anyway, Ross Perot is a really big player. I remember Ross Perot and he was like running for president back in the 90s and kind of ruined, uh, I think, I think like he, his, his involvement with the elections because he was like the third, the third uh, candidate, like it ruined the election. I think he, he did that a few times. I, I don't know, I, I forgot. But like, I think he was involved with the Bush and Clinton election and then he was like the third one that you can vote for and i remember because i think i had like one of my aunts voted for ross perot or something and it was just anyway so that he he took market share away from clinton and bush and uh had an effect in the election and and i i think in previous elections too that's how i know ross perot so it was interesting to see him mentioned in this book as his big investor um and finally, oh yeah, bear rates. So back then, bear rates, a lot of short sellers would attack a stock and like cause it to go down. There'll be like corporate 
you know, people would buy a lot of stock and then like take over the company and then sell the company for spare parts. Um, you know, it's really interesting. The SEC kind of cracked down on that from what I gathered in the book. And that's was like the beginning of the end of the go-go years when all this new regulation for all this stuff came in. And then the 1970s was, uh, from what I understand, it was a bearish market. But the go-go years was all through the 60s. The 60s was like party time. It was almost like the roaring 20s. You had like the roaring 60s kind of deal. Um, and finally, it's good to know this book. You know, you got to know history. I, I love history. You always learn from history. You see how the market reacts. Because, like, history, what is it? who says it? Like, it doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Yeah, you got to know your history. Um, next week, I have Jack Pitts coming on the podcast. He's going to talk about the 90s.com bubble. So interesting. Yeah, you, you got to know your history. Anyways, that's all for now. And thank, thanks for listening to the Friendly Bear podcast, Friendly Bear Book Club. I'll see you guys later. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.